sometimes a little boy in me still wants to climb on my father's knee. When the world outside gets too for joining us today. We've gathered here to remember and celebrate the life of Donnie E. Schrag. And we've also gathered to worship and honor God. There's grief, but there's also much joy as Donnie enters into his eternal home with Jesus. May God grant us his presence, his grace, and his peace as we gather here. Please hear the word of the Lord from Psalm 121. I lift up mine eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. 
The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. And from Isaiah 55, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Let's pray. Uh, Father, thank you for the encouragement of your word. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, the only one in whom we have salvation, redemption, and eternal life. As we remember and celebrate Donnie's life this morning, we honor you as we honor him as one of your children. God, we pray that you would be with us in this place. Bring comfort in our loss. Bring joy in the victory of eternal life with you. We pray that you would bless our time together. In the name of Jesus, amen. I had the privilege to get to meet and know Donnie and Shirley through the Spring Lake RV uh, resort there that they camped at, stayed at. I was one of the pastors that would come on the weekends and just preach and hold a service and things like that. And uh, just honored to get to be here with you as we celebrate and remember Donnie's life. Uh, I just want to introduce a song at this time. The song is entitled God is Alive. And this song was written and sung by Shirley. Shirley sang this song to Donnie to calm him in his last hours. And so you can just imagine just how special a song this is and, and just how uh, meaningful it is. And she was requested to sing this at uh, his funeral service, this celebration service. And so we're going to hear that song at this time.
very appropriate lyric, My God is alive and he lives today. Donnie Eshrog entered heaven February 15, 2021 at Stafford County Hospital, Stafford, Kansas. He was born October 24, 1953 in Halstead, Kansas, the son of Marvin E. and Bertha Gehring Schrag. He was the youngest of six children. Donnie grew up on a farm on Dutch Avenue near Mound Ridge, Kansas. He attended Mound Ridge High School and was in the class of 71. He worked as a welder at Heston Corp, now Agco, for 42 years and was a faithful union member. In the Bueller community, he was involved in Bueller JCs and was a 4-H leader for Bueller 4-H Club. Donnie was a member of Bueller Mennonite Brethren Church, where he was an usher, catcher on the men's softball team, pitcher for the co-ed team, and worked with the Wednesday night club program. On Valentine's Day, 1975, he became engaged to Shirley J. Farney. They were married July 26, 1975, at the Bueller Mennonite Brethren Church. Donnie will be remembered as a very hard worker who loved the outdoors, loved to hunt, fish, camp, garden, cutting wood, work on a farm, ride his quarter horse, and his motorcycle. He was a very soft-spoken person. Donnie treasured his family and spent many hours attending the children's school and 4-H activities. The grandchildren will always remember Grandpa Don for his beard and dressing like Santa Claus. The grandchildren enjoyed going fishing and camping at Spring Lake Resort where Grandpa and Grandma were campers for 12 years. Survivors include his wife Shirley of almost 46 years, a son, Jeff and Daphne Schrag of Stafford, a daughter, Jean and Mike Cumby of Kansas City, grandchildren, Desiree Kessler, Ruger Schrag, Jessica Schrag, and Rowan Cumby, great-grandchildren, Toby, Naomi, Paisley, and Regan Kessler, a brother, Dale and Carol Schrag of Newton, sisters, Delilah and Lester Weedle of Elbing, sisters-in-law Phyllis and Harold Schrader of Bueller, and Dolores Lentz. Numerous nieces, nephews, bonus children and grandchildren. Mark and Christian Luke, Emma and Trey Soria. He was preceded in death by his parents and three sisters, Jane Ford, Judy Regeer, and Diane Desmond. Two brothers-in-law, John Desmond and Louis Regeer. Have a memory I'd like to read at this time. It's a note sent by Donnie's niece, Jennifer Schroeder. Uh, currently, she's in Romania serving with Heart to Heart and uh, unable to be here, wanted to express uh, some memories and things. And so at this time, I'd like to draw your attention to that. She says, I, I wish I could attend the funeral and be there with the family gathered together to honor Uncle, Donnie, Uncle Don's life. Since I can't physically be there and share in the sharing of memories, I decided to write a few down. I remember Uncle Don's chuckle, an easy-going manner. 
he, he'd always say, Jenny or Jennifer, I don't remember that he ever called me Jen. Come here a minute. And then he'd wiggle his finger at me to come. And then I'd come close and he'd ask this question or tell me the news. But it was always close in proximity and intensity like it was a secret that he wanted to share just with me. I remember his voice and how he'd sound like he was excited or tickled about something. Then he'd be quiet in the background, solid and dependable and willing to help. There are so many memories tied with cutting wood. We'd go down to Kingman to Uncle Cliff's pasture. The whole family would be present. We'd spend a long day filling up a grain truck, plus all the pickup trucks. The day would end with a uh, winnie roast over the huge brush fire. We'd cut wood at Jack Simon's hedge row and many other locations. There were so many hours with Uncle Don and my dad on chainsaws and us kids picking up and stacking wood. The next phase was splitting wood at our house and then restacking it until it was sold and thus reloaded and stacked on his pickup for delivery. Hard work, but he seemed to love it. He loved to play softball. He played on the church's men's team for many, many years, and I was a fan at a lot of those games. We play as a family, and we'd play as the family in a front yard. One time I was pitching with Uncle Don at bat, and he hit a line drive into my stomach, hard enough to knock me down. He felt so terrible, and my career as a pitcher was over. <laughs> he and my dad were part of the JCs together. I remember mud runs and haunted houses that he was involved in. He loved the Chiefs. And two years ago, when I was home on furlough, I ran into Don and Shirley at a grocery store in Newton. As Shirley shopped, Don waited in the car, and I went out to talk to him. He had a heart procedure not long before this, and I was asking him about what had happened and how he was feeling. He, briefly, he answered briefly, but what he wanted to talk about was the Chiefs in the playoffs and on their way to the Super Bowl. He was tickled that they had a real chance. And boy, did they do good that year as well. This past December and January, his sister died, and I took my parents to the funeral in Newton. Don and Shirley's car had been broken down, and we drove them home. I helped him get into the car, and we were in a tight space. It wasn't easy getting him into the car, and I kept apologizing, but he kept telling me that I was doing fine. No complaints. We went to, by to visit Aunt Dolores through the window, and they all waved at each other. We dropped him off at Spring Lake, and I made sure he got inside and settled. I kissed him on the head and told him that I loved him, and he said he loved me too. I'm so glad that I have that moment and recent memory. I remember thinking while I was debating about going that day or, or not, and should I take the opportunity, because no one knows how many more opportunities there will be. I know Uncle Don loved his family and loved all of us, and I think of him now with that beckoning finger the twinkle in his eye, and the chuckle, knowing that he's in a better place.
childhood I used to play till evening shadows come Then winding down an old familiar pathway I heard my mother call and said a son Come home, come home, it's supper time The shadows lengthen fast Come home, come home, it's supper time We're going home at last One day beside her bedside I was kneeling And angel wings were winnowing the Call for supper time in heaven And now I know she's waiting for me there Come home, come home, it's supper time The shadows lengthen fast Come home, come home, it's supper time We're going Standing yonder, and her familiar voice I hear once more. The banquet table's ready up in heaven. It's supper time upon that golden strand. Come home, come home, it's supper time. The shadows lengthen. Come home, come home, it's supper time We're going home at last We're going home at last And about 15 years ago, maybe 16, I was pastoring in Halstead at the Halstead Baptist Church, and somebody called me and said, would you like to come preach out at Spring Lake RV? And I was just a young kid, didn't know any better, and I said, sure, I'll preach anywhere. And I ended up out there and preached pretty much every Sunday for them, and that's where I met Donnie and Shirley, and I wish I could tell you that um, it was always peaches and cream, but it wasn't. There were Sundays that it was a little rough, and Sundays that it was a little tough, and then they found out that I played the piano, and that was a mistake. Donnie believed with all his heart that I played the piano very biblically. He would tell me, he said, Brother Chris, you played the piano biblically because your right hand has no idea what your left hand is doing. <laughs> he and I had much in common. 
He was a softball nut. I was a softball fanatic. He played softball for fun. I played softball to kill. <laughs> we both loved motorcycles. We both rode horses. He was a fisherman. I went fishing. And I could go on and on and on about Donnie. But Shirley has asked me to do something today that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy doing and enjoy and know that Donnie would want the same thing. So before I get started, let me say thank you. Thank you so very, very much for being here for Donnie and Shirley. We moved back to Spring Lake RV in August, and I was sitting out in front of the RV playing my guitar and singing, and I look across, and there's this little lady standing over there looking at me. And I just keep playing and singing, and she gets a little closer and a little closer, and I reach for my gun. No, 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 no. No, I, I, I'm just kidding. And she came over and she said, you used to play the piano and sing and preach here, didn't you? I said, yes, ma'am. That was a long time ago. She said, you were younger then. And I was, about 12 years younger. And we sat and we talked and we played. I played and we sang and... Donnie was not doing well at that time. I remember she, the, the niece mentioned that the car had broke down. I got out and tried to go over there and fix it, and it just, just wasn't happening. And Donnie was sitting there in the, in the passenger seat. It was so cold. And I got in the, the driver's seat to try to start it, and he said, shut the door, it's cold. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know, and we sat there and we... We left Shirley outside in the cold. We sat there and we talked for a while. And, um, could I say, like you, I'm going to miss him. And I could talk all day about what a great man he was. I could talk about how he was a great son and a great brother. I could talk about how he was a great husband for 46 years, providing and watching and taking care. I could talk about how he was a great dad and was there for you at every corner and met every need that you had because he loved you. I could talk about how he was a, gr a really great grandpa and how as a grandpa he would teach you things that mom and dad were too scared to teach you. He would tell you things that mom and dad didn't want to tell you. But he would do it with love. I'm going to miss his laughter. Well, let me rephrase that, his chuckle. I'm going to miss his smile. I'm going to miss his patience and his love. And each one of us here this morning have a precious memory that we will cherish and treasure 
for eternity. Never let those memories fade. Never let those memories pass. Some of them may be bad memories that lead to good memories. But always know that He is in your heart. Always know that He is with you. And always know that Hebrews 12 says that we are passed about some great cloud of witnesses. And know that He is up in heaven looking down at you. And if you don't straighten up, He's going to slap you upside the head. But Donnie wouldn't want to talk, want me to talk to you about how great he is. He'd want me to tell you about his great God. He'd want me to tell you about his great faith. He'd want me to tell you about his great reward and his great home that he is enjoying now. The Apostle John, the, the Apostle of Love, in the 14th chapter wrote this. And please grab these truths. Family, John said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I go to prepare a place for you. And I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Then doubting Thomas stepped up and Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know, whither thou go we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? And this is what Donnie believed with all his heart, all his soul, and all his mind. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh to the Father but by me. As hard as it is to believe, I actually remember the first service I did out at Spring Lake RV. I had no idea who would be there. All I know is that it was a bunch of RVers and they'd probably drunk and, or, or had a big hangover from Saturday night. Oh, come on, that's funny. <laughs> then I found out that RVers are just normal people like us, Shirley. Only half of them drink. No, no, no. <laughs> so I got together one of the, one of the best, hardest, what you call snot-slinging salvation sermons I could ever get. And I stood up there and I cut loose like a little kid. I would wipe the nose on the front row and Donnie would sit back there. And, <laughs> and afterwards he came up to me and said, Man, I ain't heard preaching like that since I was a kid. I said, You're not a kid? He said, I always will be. And he really was. He was. And he said, just keep preaching like that, preacher. Just keep telling them that Jesus is the way. Just keep telling them that there's no other way to heaven except through Him. And keep telling them, and telling them, and telling them again. And today, I know that's what He would have me tell you. 
Number one, he served the one true only God. He served the great I Am, the Alpha, the Omega, at the beginning and the end. He served the one true God who loved this world so much that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And you can say Amen. And Donnie believed that. He believed there was just one God. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he believed that that God loved him so much that He was willing to give His only Son to suffer and bleed and die on Calvary that you and I might be reconciled, that you and I might have a relationship, that you and I might become children of God and be part of the family of God. He had a true great God. But he also had great faith. You see, knowing there is a God is one thing. The Scriptures tell us that the devils believe it also tremble. But knowing isn't enough. The Bible tells us that we must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that if we come to Him and place our faith and our trust in Him, that we shall have eternal life. The Bible reminds us that for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. One Sunday after I had preached, I had a little bit of extra time, uh, and I wasn't in a hurry to get back, and Donnie and I sat down together, and I had just preached a a, uh, message on salvation by grace, and I remember him saying something to this effect, He said, man, I'm glad I don't have to be good enough to get there because I married Shirley. (laughs) I said, what? He said, well, never mind. But He said, I'm glad that I don't have to work my way to heaven. I'm glad that all I had to do was place my faith and my trust in Jesus Christ. He had a great faith. A faith that let him know that God loved him. A faith that let him know that God was with him all the time. A faith that let him know that God had redeemed and ransomed and reconciled him. A faith that let him know that his heart need not be troubled because he had a home in heaven. And that's what I want to tell you today. He's gone from an RV to a mansion. We live in a little motor home, my wife and I, and it's, I say a little one, it's a 38-footer, and as we make our way back and forth, my wife keeps making one statement, and I try everything in the world I can to please my wife. We've only been married 47 years, and uh, So I try every way I can to please her, but it seems like every 10 minutes she's telling me, get out of my kitchen. So I go, is that better? (laughs) Today, Donnie has a mansion by the river of life. I don't know if there's fishing in heaven, but if there is, he's already caught a 12-pound bass. 
I don't know if there's motorcycle riding in heaven, but if he is, he's already done a flip over the Milky Way. I do know that one day we're all going to come riding back on horses, and I'm looking forward to that. I do know that he's living in a land where he'll never grow old. I know that there's no more pain and no more sorrow and no more suffering. I know that there's no more parting and there's no more night. I know that the streets are paved with gold. I know that he's with his loving Father. And I know that on February the 15th, of this year. Donnie went to sleep on this earth and woke up in heaven. Imagine going to sleep and waking up in heaven. Going to sleep and walking through the pearly gates. Going to sleep and seeing your mom and dad saying, hey son, what took you so long? Going to sleep and waking up and hearing Jesus say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Welcome home. Enter now into the joy of thy kingdom. You can have the same promise that he did. If you will do like Donnie did and place your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, it's as simple as ABC. You acknowledge your need. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God and there is none righteous, no, not one. We've all missed that mark. But we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died in our place, that He was buried, and that He rose again, and that He sits at the Father's right hand today and He makes intercession for you and I. That's the A and the B, and then there's the C. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10, 13. Do you get it? Whosoever shall call shall be saved. Have you called upon the Lord? Have you asked Him to come into your heart? It's a simple prayer, something similar to Lord Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart, forgive me of my sin, and to save me. And if you'll pray that prayer and really, really mean it, I promise you, my friend, one day when I'm in heaven, we will all gather in Donnie's mansion and have a party. And if Shirley's there, she can come too. <laughs> if she's not there yet, she'll just have to wait. But we'll all be together. You see, there is coming a day 
When no heartache shall come, no more clouds in the sky, no more tears to dim the eyes, all is peace forevermore on that happy golden shore. What a day, glorious day, that will be. You know the chorus, sing it. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see and I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the and leads me through that promised land. What a day, glorious day, that will be. Father, we love you. And we thank you for the promise of heaven. We thank you for eternal life through Jesus Christ. We thank you that today we know where God is. And that he's looking down and watching. And we know that he's saying, everything's all right in my Father's house. So live on and do all things the same. And never be afraid to die, for I'm waiting for you in heaven on high. Thank you for that promise. May your Holy Spirit comfort as only he can. In your precious name I pray. Amen. As we close the service, we want to share two more songs with you that were important to Donnie and to Shirley. And then uh, as the family exits, uh, they will be exiting first after those two songs. I want to encourage anyone who wants to join out at Bueller East Cemetery, you can come for the interment. It will immediately follow uh, the recessional. And then uh, we're just having family. It's still a pandemic, people. I'm sorry to have to mention that ugly word, but uh, we've sort of said if just the family could stay for lunch, that's who we're inviting for lunch. So between now and the interment, if you want to catch family members, and surely you might catch her in the foyer right before we head out to the um, cemetery. Okay, thank you for coming here. Two more songs we want to share with you, and then the family will be uh, <coughs> let out first. Is that wedding music that I 
And the sun. 